0: sisters in the room she's a silent participant but if you think you can add in you can just you know she's like okay.
1: and peter's here too peter is here this is his first podcast and he's five months old <gasps> so that so means much. we haven't recorded oh my. it's that like, dates it's us. been like
0: february That's at an, least that dates us
1: it has been a wild ride yeah you know joseph said to me yesterday he's like are you guys going to like start putting out episodes again like he didn't understand why we hadn't put episodes out and I was like let me give you the lowdown." <laughs> and I went through all the things that prevented us legitimately prevented yeah. us until now to come back to recording even this past week we were planning to record yes. and then you got sick again yeah so it's just like it's been a legitimate thing for it this amount of time which is nuts but you know Like,
0: oh my goodness! I hope that that is recorded. I hope if you didn't hear that, he just laughed and it was really cute. I'm gonna get
2: the bulb.
0: What do you do? You need to to hold on. Sorry for the interruptions. I am not going to cut that because I hate editing unless I have to. (laughs) They were trying to replace a light bulb. We're at church, and there are people here. Yeah. So. And we're not even like in our classic recording Mm-mm. spot. So you can't hear the air. Mm-mm. This is a this is a better room in terms of that, but we don't have the desk. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know. So, how are things, Anna? Things are getting back
1: to normal now. Yeah, I'm real happy about it. You should like recount since Everything February. That happened. We had a baby. Wait, what? We had I'm a just baby <laughs> and it is, he's actually a really good baby, so it's not been too difficult. Well, oh, what happened to the cop?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Just, you can just, Let it's all right. The one of them over there. Yeah. I just saw it over there, so I went to pick it up. I That's feel okay. like, I'm
0: done finally, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> i Okay. I think 7 o'clock this morning. Well, thank you for cleaning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're okay, I feel like if Shea Logins has random interruptions on their episodes, it's okay for us. Like. Yeah, I don't, like. It doesn't quality me. wise okay it's cool. fine
1: <laughs> what was i saying you were saying february you had a baby and he's yeah, a yeah so i had a baby in march or march did Ooh. the postpartum thing and actually that was okay like it went fine and i didn't get mastitis this time which i usually get so it's been fine but we got covid and i got covid pneumonia um Which was a little bit stressful. And like our whole family got COVID. Like my mom and dad got COVID. Mom was in the hospital. Um, The baby got COVID and had a fever. It was just really stressful. And we didn't record the other time we were supposed to record because like I got this horrendous sore throat infection in my tonsils. But now I'm not sick
0: at the moment. (laughs) We're praying for better health. Yes. Do you you have any, okay, because we're, this episode has no purpose. Yeah. So let's just put that out there besides just catching up. So do you have any tips, hints, or anything like, if you know someone who's going through COVID,
1: or if you have COVID, oh, goodness. what would you do for someone? What would you do? Anything. Um, meals are really helpful, especially if you have kids, because the one of the hardest parts about COVID uh, with children is that they're... They're functioning more near 100%, and you're mm-hmm. functioning more at, like, 30%. And so, Joseph and I found, like, the one of the hardest things was just taking care of them. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep them entertained, trying to get them food, when all you want to do is just lay down. So, bringing someone food and snacks, which you did. you Courtney made us snack bags and goodie bags for the kids for every day of the week. And, like, it was so helpful it's like my dream to oh, give to give my so nieces helpful. and nephew toys that like don't they, they loved don't. it they woke up wanting it every day and we're like yeah go ahead eat the goldfish for breakfast like we can't do anything right now so they were thrilled they that. were very sad when it was done um when i got diagnosed with like the pneumonia i had to um go on some medications where i couldn't breastfeed peter which was extremely stressful because he had never taken a bottle before. And historically, with my children, when I try to give them bottles, they scream and gag and, like, can't do it. But he ended up taking the bottle so well, which was such a blessing. And I was able to get my milk supply back after um, I came off the medications. I was pumping and dumping because of the medications, and my milk supply was tanked because I couldn't eat very much cuz I was sick. Mm-hmm. So I lost like 13 pounds in those 10 days and that just really hurt my milk supply. Yeah. But I I mean we Also can't... dumping is one of the worst things you could have to do. Oh, it was so sad. It was so sad. It's... Like I was like got to dump this milk out. And I wasn't even getting much uh, because I was just not Yeah. Thankfully, once we started nursing again, like my milk came back. So yeah. that's a huge blessing because I thought we might have to be done, which yeah. was it was just devastating. He's ready. He's ready for me to give him cookies though. <laughs> but he can still nurse. You can feed him a like, bottle. I have, I'm so excited. I haven't. So he blew through my milk stash in the freezer. I had like 150 ounces, and he just went through it so quick. So some sweet people donated uh, breast milk to me for him. But since I've my milk has come back, I am like putting away 60 ounces every week. Like in the freezer because I'm like, I don't want to be caught off guard again. Yeah. And also, if anyone wants to babysit, I could drop them off with Ay. milk in a bottle. So listen, it that wasn't was, all bad. It was me and your mom discussed that. We've never fed your kids. You can
0: have them now. I'm like,
1: listen. I have so much milk in the freezer. Listen. He's ready.
0: I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Because with Paul John, it was like everybody got to feed him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So this is different, new and different. Also, he's really cute, you guys. If you don't know, you can find Anna on Instagram and look at (laughs) all the cute photos. I'm actually, like, I was just thinking, I had told you at about six months, I really want to take new family photos for you. Yeah. Which I kind of, part of, like, my grieving process, I haven't picked up my camera since Mm. before uh, we found out about Micah, and I just thought to myself, okay, September is coming, I really need to pick up my camera again, Mm. because I really love it, but it was, it was almost like it was, like, related to that, sure. like, I was thinking I was gonna get to use it sure. for Micah, and now yeah. I'm not, and, yeah. yeah, um, so, now I need to do family pictures, so we'll have to plan those soon, plus fall, fall is a good time yes. for family pictures, um, fine, fine with that. so I'd like to update that I am pulling an Ellie, and I now drink lemon water, oh. okay, Ellie is Anna's sister, I feel like I should explain so, um, I t- am squeezing a lemon into a glass of water, and it's very good. Yeah, it is good. I also went today. We went to Fresh Market, and I got pineapple sp- spindrift. Ooh. I have to say it's not as good as like the raspberry or oh, whatever, okay. but it was good. It just wasn't as good. I, I don't know why. I just thought, I don't know. You don't need to know that, but <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. So what else is new? What else are we? Um, so because of all the sick, we're late on starting school, but we're starting school on Monday. Um, our CC campus doesn't start up until like the first week of September, second week of September, but we need to go ahead and start. So yep. we're starting that Monday. Um, so we'll have school stuff and, um, our CC has like a lot of stuff even outside of the day Mm -hmm. so we do field trips and we have like an enrichment day which is more just extracurricular stuff Mm -hmm. so we'll be doing that which i'm excited also i babysit yeah so but she's been
0: gone for two weeks right or is this the end of her
1: second week i watched her this week oh you did i did yeah so her mom had covid Hey, bud. And, but she got a negative test. She went and got a test. Oh, okay. negative one, went yeah. back to work. Okay. So I had her this week. It, life is just busy and full, but mm-hmm. honestly, I kind of prefer it this way. You know, I don't like to be running like a chicken with my head cut off like crazy out of my mind, just can't keep up with stuff. But I like to be busy. Yeah. Especially whenever you've had that time
0: of like laying in bed and or just, not being able to do yeah, anything. Yeah, or
1: just be yeah, just being home and like yeah. feeling like you can't do anything or go yep. out and it's it's interesting to me that like I don't know, I I have three kids now, but I'm more willing to go out and do stuff now than I did. Mm hmm but like even before I had kids, like I feel more social. I feel. Jackson's here. Okay. I just hope we
0: don't have as many interruptions on the next one because the next episode's. I'm ready, guys. I feel but... like I'm
1: talking so much. No, I'm just, you're fine. It's... I feel extra social at the moment because yeah. I've
0: been so down and
1: out for yeah. so long. No, so. I can
0: get that. That's what we started school, and it's very. We're just doing like a letter of the week mm-hmm. curriculum. And I love it, but I've got to figure out the balance because he really loves school. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I put time in on Fridays to go out, but, like, I think I need another section of time. And I'm still balancing work on top of that. Yeah. Which is just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's it's a lot, but I know, I always think of that, like, God has given me enough grace to do what sure. I'm... Sure. Like, I'm, I'm not doing anything that I don't think I should be mm-hmm. doing, so... Um, yeah. And... I missed so much work this summer, so much. Like just from even not being able to go into the store because yeah. I didn't have um, anyone to watch my child. Sure. You know, um, so now I feel like I'm finally getting back to, like I feel like this summer has been the craziest of all the summers, it has. um. But also weirdly good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think even whenever we shut down for, we had to shut down our church for two weeks. Because we had active cases going all around, like, everybody. Everybody got um, And actually, we closed down for two weeks, and then the third week, we didn't do Sunday school. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think about how, I turned to Paul, because the first Sunday, we had Paul John. So, we, we, like, watched a sermon at home, and then we went to the pool, and we just had, like, a pool day. Yeah. And then the second Sunday, Paul John went to stay with my parents, and, um we ended up being able to go out and we went down to another town that has a lot more stuff now where you live. And um, I feel like I shouldn't name the town. I feel like that's (laughs) weird. Um, But we went down there and went shopping and like people do that all the time. Like that's a normal thing for people. And yet as I did it, I turned to Paul one day. I was having just a really, really bad day and I turned to him and I was just like, I just miss church. I just miss it. And even now, like one of my um good friends like she is not coming back and it's not it's nothing of her like I I understand the situation why she's not coming back um for just a little bit longer um and that like I just want to say nobody knows the specific of that situation so like I don't want anyone to think that I'm condoning like just not coming back to church um but I was talking to her and I was just like, I miss you. And she was like, I miss the fellowship. Yeah. And so like how much more grateful am I that I can attend church and how yeah. much more willing am I? I? I get burnout with church randomly whenever I'm dealing with my own stuff. And then church, I just do a lot. And I think right before we didn't have church for two weeks, I had gotten back into the selfish burnout. And the reason I say selfish burnout is like, I'm not grateful for it at all, like not grateful that we have a piano that I can play or that we have enough people that we can have these separate small groups where we can just meet and talk. And that's where my responsibilities lie. Or like the nursery, like I had had a really bad week where it was my first week back in the nursery after losing my baby and I just like could not handle it. And yet I did. And then you just, all of these things had kind of stacked up and I was being sinful in how I was viewing church. Mm. I don't know if you've ever gotten that way. I don't want to make it sound like I shouldn't have been doing anything. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, God was like, okay, here's two weeks of not having church and you can do whatever you want. And it stunk. Yeah. It was just not, and I wasn't even sick. It was not fun. Mm. So, so yeah, we're just, I'm grateful to be back. Yeah,
1: It has been a life-changing summer for you and for me. Like, it, it's life-changing, these things. It's, it's not little things.
0: <laughs> it's rivaling the summer that both Anna and I got married. Yes. <laughs> and we took a trip yes, to Canada. Yes, it is. It's it rivaling. Is. Like, you yeah. get to the end of it, and you're like, what in the world happened? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I've been thinking a lot, because I know. I know summer ends sometime at the end of September. I get that. But like for me, summer ends at the end of August mm-hmm. because that's considered like the three summer months in my head, and I've just been thinking a lot about okay,
1: we're at the end. I don't know. It's just. I think I am really ready. Not that this last, this last season of life, this even just these last couple months, they. I'm just ready to move forward. <laughs> in a, like, I don't know. I'm just, they weren't all bad, but I am I am ready for, like, some new normalcy. Yeah. You know? Some stability. Yeah. It's been so unstable. Yes. Like, just, and I know you, you know, with everything that's gone on with you, I'm sure you feel that way, too. Yeah. Like, just stability (laughs) that's
0: yeah like even I'm not getting into this but like even physically Mm -hmm. I have not been able to say I was normal until like I'm not yet I I would not say it for three months yeah um that's
1: understandable
0: and it just I don't know it's like what is normal too also you go back and forth because you're like it was life-changing and if if something is life-changing then normal has been changed yes that is really um, true. And so even normal, like, I even think about your mom going in the hospital yeah. and how, like, concerned we all were and yeah. how, like, you go back into it being so much more grateful. Like, that is life-changing. Now, what is normal? Yeah. Normal is totally different than it was. Yes. And, but at the same time, getting into those rhythms. Rhythms. I'm so sorry. There was an episode of Sheologians where Summer, why am I referencing them so much? Summer said she hated the word rhythms. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I hear one more pastors say rhythms or something oh. like that okay but but really getting into the rhythms of life where we like know what's happening next and yeah. I say no in quotation marks because I've obviously learned that we don't know what's happening next yes um but just being able to sit back and say okay we've entered a new season and I think there's some song or something that talks about like the seasons and how like God can remind us when we see the change that things do change yeah um, and as we, praise the Lord, get away from this 90-degree weather, <laughs> um, I don't know. It it just reminds me of how good God is that he can take us through yeah. the rough patches. And on the other side, it's not like I'm cheering and clapping for what has happened. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can see the growth on the other side. Yes, And... Can you imagine if you, like, just went through, like, really bad things and then had no, like, no reason, no sign, no nothing? I just feel bad for people who grieve without hope because I don't understand it. And I, I don't know, I'm not meaning to, like, turn this conversation to this. It's just where there's a moment in time where you look and you say, okay, We've been through this and not that I'm not still grieving and not that I'm not still healing, but let's move forward into normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as you're coming out of your sickness,
1: like you might not be able to run a mile mm-hmm. right now. No. But I think when you go through like just life changing seasons or hard seasons or for me when you come out the the other side, so to speak, like it... it it's focusing Mm -hmm. like it like focuses you on what what actually matters yeah like what what does actually what actually matters here Yep, and I I don't know like my heart has really been turned towards like my home and my family Mm -hmm. recently where maybe it wasn't as much as it needed to be I don't think it was as much as it needed to be no I I think it was really turned towards myself a lot in a lot of ways I know exactly what you mean and I'm just feeling really burdened for like being there like making my home what it's supposed to be and training my kids the way Mm -hmm. they need to be trained and loving them the way they need to be loved like I am just and, and working on my marriage and, like, wanting that to flourish and wanting to be close with my husband. Like, I don't know. I, I think God's just really working in me in these practical ways where it's, it's like, these things, this is what God has set you to do. Mm-hmm. This is what God has set me to do. Like, this is where I'm at. And fighting that or trying to, like, find what, I don't know, what, something for me in it you know mm-hmm. like what well, I'm doing all of this for everybody what's in it for me and like I think that was my mindset yeah and it's it's really not fun <laughs> that's I it's not a joyful place to be no when you're really like looking for yourself like yeah what can I how can I get something out of this
0: It is, I, it makes me think of whenever everybody was sick. And everybody was sick.
1: Let's clarify. Everybody, yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, I just, I was dealing with, like, a pretty bad bout with depression at that point. I think I've come past that. Um, a lot of different things. doing a Whole30. Um, I have been kind of quiet about it because I'm scared that I, I just... Sometimes I don't want to tell people. Because yeah, I'm I understand like, that. So I actually
1: uh, really understand. It's a, <laughs> yeah.
0: So day day fifteen is on Monday. So this will come Ooh, out so like close. yeah, yeah. And I'm not doing it to lose weight. I'm not doing it for any besides the fact that I could tell that I was eating my feelings and mm-hmm. it was really bad. But um, I was dealing with that bout, and everybody got sick, and all of a sudden I threw myself into doing whatever I could. And I remember at one point your dad was standing on his porch talking to me from over six feet away. And I he said You don't he said something like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, no, no, no. You don't understand that in serving I am fighting the I don't know. I want to, I don't want to say, like, I'm fighting the demons, but, like, that type yeah. of expression. I'm fighting the yes. demons of depression that are trying to take me over. And if I can make someone chilly, and it gives me just a a reminder of the fact that God has given me, one, enough grace to get through the day, and also, two, he has given me opportunities to serve, and that I'm not here just to sit around. And I... I maybe one day we can talk about this, but I, grief and depression are two different things. I believe that grieving is still okay for me. Yes. But depression in this sense, again, I feel like I don't want to like step on anyone's toes. But at the same time, I knew I was being sinful. And I was feeding into all of these false feelings. I was not looking at the facts that God actually loves me. That was part of it was I was like, Are you kidding? Of course he doesn't. And I can't believe I even thought that but I did for a little bit there. And um, I don't know, being able to serve and it just makes me think of what you were saying about being in your home and doing what you're supposed to do. It brings you back somehow serving others, points you back to Christ and reminds you that you're not the center of the universe and you're not all that everyone's here for. Yeah.
1: And it's amazing too, how like through that God actually fills you up Mm -hmm. and your heart is actually encouraged. Yeah. Even though you think, what I need to be encouraged and what I need to be filled up is XYZ. Mm-hmm. I need this amount of time out by myself. I need not that any of that's not bad, but just I don't know, like you can find joy, actual joy and satisfaction in doing what God has called you to do. Yeah. And why does it take so long to stop looking to other things? I mm-hmm. don't know. That's <laughs> it's just yes. crazy. Like, I was just thinking whenever
0: you were talking about, like, the changes coming out and, like, it kind of resets you. Like, now I'll sit down and cuddle with Paul John. Mm. Because he got into a cuddling mood right at the end, probably mid-May. Like, obsessive cuddling. And it kind of got on my nerves. And then now I'm at this other side where I'm just, like, I'm just so grateful to be able to cuddle you. And just that reset of putting down other things that could distract me whether that's my phone or book book or Mm. a book tv whatever it is and even sometimes that means like I need to make dinner but before I do that I'm going to play a game with him and just I don't know it really sets your priorities in order which it feels good I feel like we're on like a we're on our way to good things yeah I feel like that's like a Broadway song. <laughs> like we're on our way to good things. Anyway, um so it can only go up from here. Um, do you have anything else? <laughs> no, I this don't This might think... be a short uh, but we can talk about what like reading, watching, listening, yeah. anything in particular?
1: Um, I actually just started reading um Mom of Your Apologetics. Yeah, I have, have that, you read
0: the I have it on, since I work at an independent bookstore, I have it on Kindle, oh, cool. but I hate reading on Kindle, so I yeah. haven't read it.
1: Um, it's pretty good so far. Really? Yeah.
0: I've heard it's really good, and it's I think- It's
1: pretty good, yeah. Especially as
0: you have Myra and Joseph's, it's, Joseph's speech has gotten so much better. He's nuts, yeah.
1: It's, it's like, developed a lot what is the he last- call
0: me? Auntie little... Toto? To- <laughs> yeah. Something like that. He does. And I love it, and it makes my day. Um, I actually need you to make a video of that for me. So I will, Because I, yeah. I need to keep that in
1: this. Okay. Anyway, um, so... I don't know what i was saying. I'm reading that. Yes. Yes. And I started doing... Oh, man, what is it called? It's like little devotions with the kids every day that's training... Train, training minds and hearts a really popular book. <laughs> like, a catechism type. Just kind of expounds on, well, it doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll next time we come back, I'll get the actual name okay. of it. Okay. But it's good. I've been enjoying it. I'm trying to think if i have ever reading anything else. I don't think I have very much. Well, um, it's been crazy. It's, it's hard to read when you're sick. Yeah, we are, I mean, i um, I actually didn't continue with the Bible reading challenge. Okay. This what summer. Did, did you
0: do like I'm not trying to pry. Did you do anything in particular that was other than that? Yeah. So okay.
1: I read through Proverbs with the kids oh, every day and then work up, First Timothy or Second Timothy we've been working through. Not with the kids, but like Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's been good yeah. but I definitely am feeling the pull to like get back into like yeah. oh I can't I think I can like do four and six chapters mm-hmm. a day yeah like, that seems doable now it didn't before but now it does so I'm really wanting to get back into like studying mm-hmm. getting up before the kids I'm sleep training Peter so he Don't should say sleep training you'll get attacked oh gosh <laughs> I am sleep training Peter <laughs> I said what I said and um once he gets through sleeping through the night, then I can I can wake up, like, early yeah. again. And that just seems really good. Is he
0: sleeping... Okay. Is he sleeping in your closet still? Yes. Like, by the way, it's a big closet. It's, it's a big... Not,
1: he has a mini crib. It's not even a playpen yeah. in there. It's just a mini it's crib. Um, and he was actually sleeping through the night before COVID. <laughs> but then COVID COVID hit. ruins all things. Yeah. And it was like... Then he was up every two hours and can't be doing that so we'll yeah. move forward it's okay
0: yeah it'll, it'll get better well I've been doing the reading plan we just finished today
1: yes this is this And is, on Monday starts the whole Bible reading right or no is there more time between
0: no there's a week there's so a week. it's okay. like a week from this coming Monday okay. so today is the 28th so Saturday the 28th it'll start a week from this coming Monday okay um so if you want to join in please join us it's it it's one of those things where like I I do it because if it's there, I'll do it. If that makes sense, like. But I also am planning to use this interim break. Interim, I meant to say interim week. I'm gonna try to pull another book to do a more in-depth study and start doing that again because I just burped so much (laughs) the soda. It's that Zevia. Um.
1: (laughs) So sorry. Oh my gosh. So
0: um. I, because I did that with Philippians, and now I, like, talk about Philippians all the time, so I'm like, okay, if I do this with another book, I think it'll keep building, but I also, because I'm reading Trusting God by Jerry Bridges, everybody knows what I'm reading, because I have been reviewing, but... I can't read more than one book with Jerry Bridges because his chapters are long. And so i that's all I've been reading, um, which normally I try to read a chapter from, like, two books. Mm-hmm. Um, one that's a little bit more practical and one that's more theological. Um, but it's worth its worth only reading that. Uh, what else have I been doing? I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Me I listen too. to The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, um, which is... Have you, do you know anything about it? Okay, so it's basically just about, like, Mark Driscoll, who is kind of, like, a reformed megachurch pastor. I don't know how to describe him. He's not a good guy. But, um, it's through Christianity Today, which is liberal, and they also have, like, some people on there who are liberal and all that. So you have to be very critical of it, but it's, like, true. Why are you
1: listening to it?
0: Paul loves it. Your dad loves it, too. But you have to be, like, listening to it with a critical ear. So I don't want to blanket recommend. But it's very interesting how they go through, like, how this church got so big so quickly and then how it, like, fell apart in an instant. Um, So definitely interesting to listen to. Listen to it critically. Like, there's an episode where they have, like, I think they have Sarah Bessie on there and Rachel Dillon Hall or Hall. I don't know how to say her name which um, I do not like either of those people. Um, Well, I don't want to say that, but I don't agree with them. And I don't believe that they're legitimate sources for things. So, and they like kind of sanctify Rachel Held Evans Mm. and all this stuff. So, um, so yeah, so that's been interesting. But past that, I've been listening to all my normal stuff. I really am enjoying Theology Applied, um, this random podcast. I have no clue how I found it. But there, it's someone who knows the people from um, Rachel Jankovic's church and all that, but also knows, like, uh, Jeff Durbin and all them. And he just goes through different topics, and it's been very interesting. Um, and then I also think Ali Beth Stuckey has done a great job of going through recent events. Like, I've really needed that because I don't know what's going on, but yeah. also I've learned to step away. Yeah. I save it for the days when I'm, like able to sure um past that I've been reading a kids book series again I'm gonna okay I feel like I need to say this because it is um it's called fable haven by Brandon mole first of all I think he's a Mormon I creeped on him real hard and he follows all these like prophets from the Mormon church oh but it was because in the first book There's this scene, or I think it's the second book. There's this scene where this young girl wants to go on adventures, and the man says, no, you're a woman or you're a girl, and I won't let girls go on some things. And she, like, complains that it's sexist and everything. And he's never, like, corrected. And I put that in quotation marks because I agree. But I was like, this seems like something that you wouldn't put in unless you were conservative. So I had to, like dig down deep into his history so I think he's Mormon um but it's very interesting I would not blanket recommend it so if you're a parent and that's why I'm saying this if you're a parent and your kid wants to read this series it was it's very good for someone like me um but you have to be careful because it does have like um it has a very good line of good and bad um which I think is important but there's a lot of stuff with like Demons and mm. things like that, and so I even told my friend I was like, "It's very, very good. Like I can't stop reading it." But if a kid came into the store, would I be like, "Oh, you should read *Fablehaven*?" No. Um, so just a so you know, yeah. Because I've also been reading the. I said I haven't been reading anything. I've been reading a lot of fiction at night. So I've been reading the Mitford series by Jane Karen, which is the most boring series you will ever read in your life, but it's so good. Uh. It's literally just about this town and things happening in the town, and nothing really happens. But I love it. Uh. Um, and then I've also been reading these ones. They're um, the first one is called The Village School. It's by Miss Red. So M I S S space R E A D. It's pen name. And again, nothing happens. It's just this little town, village, and it's just about the school teacher in the village. But I've been really enjoying the slow things because for me, it's like either I can read kids' books or nothing. Because everything has so much content and I've been trying to be really careful about what I'm putting into my mind. So these series, like, the Mitford series does have an Episcopalian priest as the main character. But this is, like, back in the day. So there's no, like like the there's no like wonky things like oh my computer gonna die um so hold on
2: okay guys so this is like two days later we didn't even get the podcast finished um peter needed some attention um he's so cute gal y'all, you don't even know. But anyway, before I close this up, I wanted to share something um, that was shared with me by Renee. She was a guest on the podcast right before we had our big hiatus. Um, She was the last interview, so definitely go listen to that if you haven't had the chance. But she wanted me to share with you guys, after listening to the episode on my miscarriage, she um, said that when you go into an appointment after you've lost a child, after you've had a miscarriage, whatever trauma you've been through like that, you can kind of give them direction on what you want. She said one of the things, um, that she did was that she, um, she made sure when she, she swapped offices and she made sure they knew that she had a miscarriage. And then also she asked if they could swap the order of things and make sure that they check the heartbeat before they do any like, um, examination, that type of thing. Because if you listened, you know, I, not that I had had a miscarriage before, but that, um, it was kind of done in a different order and it kind of messed me up for a while. So I'm definitely doing that. Um, she also said that some offices will sneak you into um, out of a back door instead of making you sit with all the other pregnant ladies. Um, so whenever they got their diagnosis for Kit, um, that's what they did. Um, and you can also ask to sit in your car and just ask for a phone call for when it's time for you to go back. Um, I thought all of this was really, really good um, because – you just really, whenever you, I I understand thinking about going back into an OB's office does not sound fun to me at this point. So um, that was just some helpful hints from, from Renee. Thank you so much, Renee. But I guess that is it for this week. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, you can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at a lot of thoughts podcast, or you can email us at a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com. But until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.